little bit of a cold forming. So this might Are you just kidding? Be being slightly deaf. Are you going to get me sick? I just got over sick. being sick. I'm not going to get you sick. Don't get me sick. It is literally like I might have just been sleeping last night with my mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> I just had this image of you like Homer Simpson laying in your chair That's like <sighs> not inaccurate. <laughs> If you get me sick, I will, I will, I know where you live. I will come into your house in the <laughs> middle of the night and just like your cat, I will pee on your tree. <laughs> I mean, the tree will be going out like, tomorrow. I will pee on everything. I will pee on your tree. I will pee on your TV. I'm going to pee all over these walls, Ray. Oh, Jesus. I, I mean, granted, Wally's already done most of that at some point. So like. I I hate being sick, and I know I I know that nobody enjoys it. But it's like when I am sick, I am the biggest child. I'm like I can't do anything. I can't think. I can't concentrate. All I can do is sit there and be miserable. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. With the added bonus of being a person with social anxiety, that 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 brief moment of like giddy euphoria when you realize that this is the perfect excuse to cancel things. <laughs> It's like, it's like I have I have a fever, but I don't have to go to the dentist. <laughs> this is a great day. <laughs> and the dentist is like, it's okay, I'm wearing a mask. And you're like, I have to no, go. No, no, I'm sorry. I <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick. <laughs> Boo you whore. Uh, Call and response. Welcome to another mini-sode, yes. kids. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you learned a lot about us in the first two and a half minutes of this, this episode. Yes, we I hate being sick, you... we pee on trees, and we don't go to the dentist. Yeah, if you hear me coughing during this episode, I apologize in advance. Uh, yeah, and we have to make sure we mark that mic so we know that next time you are using that mic exclusively. I mean, I can just Lysol it before I go. <laughs> I'm going to Lysol you. I'm just going to follow you around like Jessica. I am literally <laughs> like, I have no symptoms right now except for like a slight discomfort in the back of my throat. Which That's how it which always may starts. be a sore throat tomorrow. If I wake up with a sore throat, so help me God, <laughs> Sam Baxter, I will beat the <laughs> shit out of you. I will I will find you and I will ruin everything you love. And I'll still be sick. So we'll both, I'll be running very slowly and you'll be chasing me very slowly. <laughs> perfect comedy of errors. Oh, goodness. Welcome to another mini-sode, kids. I hope you are all having a wonderful, wonderful week. We are talking about something very special today. Uh, we are talking about companionship. We are talking about uh, friendship. We are talking about zaniness. We are talking about it's humor. It's special today. On my <laughs> 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 it's an after-school special yes. tonight on My Spooky Gay Family. Uh we are talking about things that poop everywhere. We are talking about things that eat you out of house and home. We are talking about our 
pets. The really funny thing is, is that at no point in there until you said the word pets, was there any deviation between that and like babies? I know. (laughs) And like, (laughs) and I have neither. Thank God. (laughs) Although I would love to have pets. I would love to have pets. It makes me very sad that my apartment doesn't allow me to have pets. It makes me very sad, too, just because I, um, as previously stated, have probably too many pets. You do and, have a um, lot of pets. You I have do. four cats. I do have four cats. And that's it. <laughs> I, I, why did I feel like there was something else? Nope. Just, just the four of them. Who's in the basement? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> that's our dog, Piranha. <laughs> that cashier from ShopRite who looked at me weird. <laughs> No, uh, you do. You have four cats. I love your cats. I and it, it it makes me wish that I could have a cat sometimes, but then there are other times. Like I would love to have a Malcolm. Yeah. No. Um. For the record, just before we do this, like brief disclaimer: if you're one of those people who like when someone starts talking about their pets, goes like, "Oh Jesus, this again." That's gonna be this whole thing. The whole episode. So like, <laughs> just fair warning: like this is my like crazy cat lady event for the series. <laughs> So, you know, just yeah, you really do love to um, live up to lesbian stuff. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Sit there with my four cats and my flannel reading a book with a cup of tea. You would have been There's very a proud parked of me. in my driveway. I wore flannel yesterday. I am. I proud wore of a you. flannel plaid shirt out in public. I am surprised, actually. I wasn't even aware that you owned one. I don't. It was David's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did. I wore David a, and his I wore lesbian flannel. solidarity. Yeah, he, David ever. David likes a, a plaid shirt. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize he owned flannel. It's a, it's a classy. It's a classy pattern. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I'm. I alluded to the fact yes. that I would love to have a Malcolm. Yes. Malcolm is your orange tabby. Yes, he is an 18 pound. <laughs> He's a watermelon ginger. <laughs> Just all this cat does is eat and poop and sleep. And that's, that's all really I want it. to do. Like, like, I wish I don't not... want to have a Malcolm. I want to be a Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> he is living a charmed life. He like, is. And he's a very sweet cat. Yes. No. And he loves people. He wants affection all the time. Like he, he loves to cuddle a huge cuddle bug. Like if I'm sitting on the couch again with a book, mm. like nothing makes Malcolm happier than just like curling up and going to sleep on you for like four hours. Hmm. Like that's all he wants out of life. <laughs> um, and I mean, there are a lot worse things he could choose. Oh, but uh, like, <laughs> there are other pets of yours that frequently yes. do choose um, worse options. <laughs> yeah. No, like but, Wallace. Yes. Wallace. Is- <laughs> Wallace is your black. What? What? <clears throat> Is it just black cat? Yeah. Like, no, they're just like, I mean, I, I'm not one of those people who like, I mean, this happens more with dogs than it does with cats, but like, I have no idea what the genetic makeup of the four feline animals in my home are. <laughs> like they are, they are some variation of American domestic short hair and mixed with something else. Yeah. Like they're mutts. I have no idea what they are. But none of them are like, <laughs> like long hair cats. They're none of those no, like they're flat all, faced weird cats. Yeah, no, they're, I, I don't have Persians or Siamese <laughs> or, or anything like that. Like none of them have a breed name. They're just cat just cat yeah and wallace (laughs) is your black cat he is malcolm's brother yes he is well technically no no (laughs) okay i thought they were the same litter they are not the same litter they were rescued at the same time and were raised together but they are not technically from the same litter oh i thought they were the same litter wally's biological sister willow Willow. (laughs) 
Who is a neurotic mess. <laughs> Who is a neurotic mess. A neurotic bow-legged mess. You... Um, <laughs> That's for, that is, is so strange. That's exactly the description on my website. Um, <laughs> I I love Willow. I think she's a very sweet cat, but I have never she's seen insane. a cat that she's is so more paranoid and high strung. I mean, to be utterly fair to her, Malcolm and Wally tend to terrorize her. Yeah. So like, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like she, she's kind of a bitch about it, but it's not like there's no reason. <laughs> like, I know she and, and she's not a bitch. Like no. she's a very friendly. No, she cat. can she can be kind of a bitch. Sometimes. Can she? Yeah, no. Like oh, there there have been, been there have been times not with people, never with oh, people. Oh, but like there there have been times where like Malcolm specifically would want to like hop up on the couch and like cuddle up next to her and she will just hiss at him like oh. like, like you would think that he was like <laughs> Malcolm you would is think he was coming toward her with a gun like it's just like, like <laughs> but isn't yeah. Malcolm the one which one because I remember when you first got you you started with with Malcolm Wally and, and Wally yeah and we adopted them they were six months old yeah and then two years later yeah we were living in an apartment that allowed cats but only allowed you to have one cat and we had kind of gotten verbal (laughs) tacit approval from the front office to adopt a second cat so we could only take two yeah and we met wally and mal first so we took them okay and that was actually again i'm sorry because this is me talking about my cats but like (laughs) (laughs) that's literally the i i I know i know but like Sarah had resisted the idea of getting cats for a long time because she did not have one growing up and didn't really think that she liked cats because Mm. cats had a tendency to not like her. (laughs) And we had gone kind of through this foster agency and we had like sort of gone to foster like the homes where these kittens were fostered and like kittens don't pay attention to people like like they're like, yeah, whatever. I have a ball. I don't care. (laughs) And Sarah was kind of like feeling like, I don't know they're kind of aloof. Like I'm still not sure I want this. And this was kind of the last time we were trying (laughs) and they brought these two morons into my apartment (laughs) and they opened the cat carrier. Malcolm immediately ran out of the carrier and under my couch. (laughs) Like like we weren't even sure what color he was for a second. Like, Like it was one of those things where it's like, there was a second cat. I don't know where it went. And Wally immediately ran out of the carrier, jumped in Sarah's lap, put his front paws on her chest and like meowed right in her face and screamed for affection, (laughs) which which is a thing he still does. I know. (laughs) So like Mal got adopted basically sight unseen because Wally is an aggressive asshole who decided (laughs) that like, no, I want this one and fuck everybody. This one is mine. Like he read the room like in two seconds and figured out who the weak link was and ran right there. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but yeah, no, like we adopted Malcolm and met Malcolm like two hours later Aww. when he finally came out from under the couch. And I, I, I do love both <laughs> Wally and Mal. I think Mal is easier to Mal is easier to spend time with because if you <laughs> sit on the couch, Mal will just come and curl up either next to you or on top of you yeah. and just like quietly exist. Wally will decide that he wants something from you and sit across the room staring at you angrily until you read his mind. I know. So it's like and that is where the you know, it's he's a cat. So yeah. it's, it's like, oh, there's a glass on this table. No longer. Like, like instantly off. Oh, this is your water. Not now anymore. it's mine. Full head dunk into the glass. Like, 
<laughs> he says all of the like pesty antsy like crazy ass cat behavior is wally and yeah. mal just wants to sleep yeah what I, I i do want to clear up that wally is a very affectionate oh no cat. he's an incredibly sweet cat he loves people we're pretty sure he's part dog yeah when he well, like when like, i walk into your house Wally will like run up to say hello. Yes. Wally also, we are pretty sure is under the impression that you live there and just go to work for long periods of time. <laughs> <laughs> because there was a period when we were in our apartment where like you were coming over like three or four times a week. I know. And I'm pretty sure Wally thinks that you live with us and just <laughs> go, go? go away for a long time. <laughs> and we'll like freak out for like 24 hours after you leave, like meowing at the door and like walking around and like looking at us like, why is no one concerned? <laughs> like... <laughs> Why is no one listening? <laughs> like, why haven't you sent out a search party? <laughs> he's not here. <laughs> oh, poor like, Wally. No, he's he's a very sweet cat, but he also he has like wicked abandonment issues, and he's totally neurotic. And his sister is like his sister is Willow. Willow, who is completely neurotic, <laughs> who is the neurotic mess, um, and she also again a very sweet cat. Yes, but she is like you can pet her for like four to four and a half seconds and then she will like hear a sound and scurry and away run away and it's like no, she, she's like they're coming and she's just <laughs> she's like agra she just wanders away into the mist and you're like we've lost her we use kind of different euphemisms for when willow's having a freak out it's like it's like occasionally i'll be sitting there petting her and like she will do that exact thing where like her head picks up really fast and then she like runs away <laughs> And like, we'll try to find new and interesting ways to explain it. And it's like, it's just like, it's like the one time I, I think I almost killed Sarah was when she bolted up like that and was about to run away. And I'm like, the beacons are lit. Gondor calls for aid. And the cat just booked it out. But like, because I'm a giant nerd. But like, but um, yeah, no. So we adopted her when we, when we moved into the house, which was a couple of years later. And mm-hmm. um, Wally and Malcolm were not pleased. And <laughs> no, <laughs> to say the least, because if any of you have cats, you know that introducing a, an adult cat to another adult cat is usually a fairly fraught process. And the fact that Willow wanted nothing to do with them and Wally was very much of the opinion that he was fine having an estranged sister. Yeah, um, Wally, I don't think Wally missed her much. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. I, I think it's one of those things that like in retrospect, this was kind of dumb on my part. But I just remember feeling so bad when we adopted the two of them that we couldn't take her to. Mm. And then, like, th- three years later, going, oh, she's still, <laughs> she's still in a foster. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, now we have more room. I can take her and it'll be fine. And it's like, no. But, no. <laughs> I mean, she's she's fine and she's very happy. But, like, there there have been moments where I'm kind of like, this poor cat. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then you recently decided to add to her anxiety. Yes, because I have no willpower <laughs> at all. You recently decided to add to her anxiety by adding another... Yes. smaller cat yes. to the mix much smaller mason yes who was originally Maisie. yes when we adopted mason um we were told that it was a female kitten so we named her Maisie, and then we went to the vet three weeks later and they're like oh, those are testicles <laughs> <laughs> and it's like i thought that looked but weird. that's his face <laughs> what do you mean these are testicles no but like that was a whole big production. He had like an upper respiratory infection when we adopted him. He mm. didn't eat for three days. Like we took him to the vet like three times in the first week we had him. Jesus. And like, he's fine now. But like, it was, was like, I was absolutely convinced that I was going to manage to like kill a small kitten. <laughs> Your worst And fear. it's like, <laughs> like, like if there was ever a thing that would like 
cause me to commit like ritual honor suicide like it would be killing a small kitten even by accident <laughs> so it's you like, just harry carry yourself <laughs> harry carry was a sports announcer it's, it's harry Kiri. i think i don't even know how to pronounce it what, what? i think it's harry Kiri is how it's pronounced are you sure i'm pretty sure who's harry carry harry carry was an announcer for the cubs for a very long time well maybe you would if you ever killed a small kitten you'd have to move to chicago and become a sportscaster to deal with your anxiety i mean that sounds like a pretty good gig i thought it was harry carey <laughs> no i don't think so i could be wrong like it doesn't matter really whatever um so <laughs> so you have four cats yes I have you four have cats. Uh, Wally, Malcolm, Maisie, or Mason. Mason. I, I still to yeah. this day sometimes call him Maisie. It's okay. Mason and Willow. Yes. Uh, there was some talk at one point of a corgi. <laughs> we had discussed getting a puppy. I am of the opinion at the moment that I do not have the time or patience for a puppy. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, Although you do have a fenced-in yard. I do have a fenced-in yard, and I'm sure, like, someday, maybe. Hmm. We'll get a dog. But like at the end of the day, I'm also like, as I have gotten older, I have felt less and less obliged to apologize for being a cat person. Because I feel like if you say you're a dog person, everyone goes, yeah, of course, dogs are great. If you say you're a cat person, it's kind of like, what kind of fucking like Slytherin motherfucker are you? Like <laughs> but like, <clears throat> I like cats and dogs. But I think the older I get, the, the more open I am about the fact that I do like cats more. Like I, I do prefer mm -hmm. to have a cat over a dog. I... I don't, and I'll tell you why. That's fine. I, it's not because I have anything against cats. Obviously, I love your cats. Mm -hmm. um, cats, A, my husband is like deathly allergic to them, so I can't well, have them. Yeah, that's a reason. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, if, if we are around cats, his throat will close. He has yeah. like asthma nonsense. David's never seen the inside of my house. No, literally never. Yeah. And the second reason I will say I like dogs a little bit better is that cats are are a little bit more aloof they can be yeah Th they they tend to be much more independent animals and in some ways that's a really good thing because it means less care in terms of like taking them for walks low and yeah most of the time but i guess <clears throat> to me the trade-off is that like i guess i would I wouldn't mind walking a dog, A, because I should probably be going for walks anyway, <laughs> and B, uh, because it kind of comes with a an unbridled, like, I hid on your porch because I love you. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's kind of, that's <laughs> kind of what I want in an animal. I don't want to come home to an animal after I've had, like, a shitty day and have it be like, well, where the fuck were you? <laughs> I want it to be like, you're here. <laughs> Well, to be fair, and one of the things that like I do generally say when that point comes up is like I have at least two cats who think that they are part dog. Mm -hmm. Like Wally is 100% part dog. I have never walked in the door and had Wally not be standing like right there. <laughs> like, okay, pet me. Hi. Where, where were you? Hi. 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 <laughs> hi. Because again, abandonment issues. But um, <clears throat> Mason is also like that. And granted, Mason is a kitten, but it's, it's one of those things like I walk in and Mason will follow me around the house. Yeah. Malcolm will follow me around the house occasionally. Like it, it's, they are constantly <laughs> underfoot. So like, <laughs> so it's, it's not been my experience that it's, it's never been like, I want a cat and can't find one. 
like granted i have four options it's still that kind of like like it's never been okay i want to cuddle okay no you don't well i i think for me it's also that like we grew up with we grew up with a dog yes and we the succession of cats we also did have cats but the cats did not fare as well in our house no they did not (laughs) um they all liked me (laughs) well they were your cats yes and dad um, made that very clear. Yes, he did. Although he liked Sassy. He did. Honestly, I think Sassy liked him more than Sassy liked me, actually. I don't she, think that's true. She she liked to sit with him in a way that she didn't sit with me. But Sassy was a tortoiseshell <clears throat> and I don't uh, she was she was a good cat when she wanted to be. No, but it was also like she was a little kitten and when we brought her in like Griffin who was our golden retriever was already full grown and like big and scary and loud. Yeah. And I think she got a little like she was a little bit like, I just want to be left the fuck alone. Yeah. But like <laughs> she definitely, she liked her alone time. She did. Sassy. Yes. And she never wanted it when I wanted her to have it. <laughs> that was her problem. She did also really like your room for some she, reason. <laughs> I, I have never wanted to murder a cat more than I wanted to murder Sassy because it would be like My poor cat. three o'clock in the morning. I'd be like, just about to fall asleep because I've always been a night owl. I, mm-hmm. I I stay up very, very late. And so like have to be up in like four hours for school, just falling asleep. And then in the darkness, you would see this paw reach under my door, wrap itself around the door and just go bang, bang, bang and start <laughs> slamming the door to wake me up to let her in. Yep. And I was like, this is not yeah. your room, bitch. Go away. <laughs> And so you'd go and you'd I'd, I'd go and let her in the room, but I don't sleep with my door open. I mm-hmm. can't. So I would close the door after I let her in. And two minutes later, one and a half minutes later, all of a sudden she's meowing and clawing at the door. She just loved to come in and out. It was like she didn't want to be in there for any specific reason. She just loved the the act of it, she she loved crossing borders. I don't know what it was <laughs> about this cat. She loved going from one room to another. And so the middle of the, it got to the point where like, after like six months of this, I would like throw her down the hall. I'd be like, go away. And I would just throw (laughs) her down the hallway. This damn cat. I never actually threw her. I never actually threw her, but I wanted to. (laughs) And she, she used to make me nuts. Bob and Kevin, if you ask Either of them, because we shared a room yes. growing up. If you ask Bob and Kevin like what their what their most distinct memory of Sassy is, it is probably her reaching under the door and slamming the door <laughs> over and over and over for you to let her in. That I mean, is that is my most vivid memory <laughs> of Sassy. <laughs> I mean, my most vivid memory of Sassy honestly was probably the day we first got her. I don't even I, remember it. I put her on top of my bed when we got home. Like I put her down on my bed and like went to do something. And Griffin, again, our golden, <laughs> fully grown golden retriever, walked up, saw the kitten on the bed. And I think this was his thought process. I don't know what if this is accurate <laughs> or not, but it looked this is what it looked like. Was he looked up, saw the kitten, went, oh, I'm not allowed up there. You're not allowed up there. <laughs> oh, I if do they, remember If they the see you there, they're going to yell at you. So he put his nose behind her butt and just kind of like whapped her off the bed. <laughs> like, like, just like flung her across the room. And she weighed about three pounds. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> Griffin knew he was not allowed on your bed. Yeah, no. And so he was like, no, don't go up there. <laughs> no, you'll get yelled at. Don't do that. No, bam. So it was like a cartoon. He just like flicked her against the wall. She was like, 
Yeah, like she went like full Garfield stick on, just like yeah, the wall. like sliding down the wall, <laughs> and then like jumped up and ran out of the room. And Griffin, being a helpful, a helpful boy, chased her <laughs> because it's loose in the house, and I don't know what it is, and I don't know if it's supposed to be here, so I'm gonna chase it around like an idiot. And it's like, <laughs> so you know, she she had a real great introduction to Dad's house. Yeah, she I mean, she time. did have it rough, but I will say. I miss Griffin a lot. Griffin, as Sam said, was our uh, our dog growing up. He was a f- forty pound golden retriever. Oh, he was more know. than that. He was, he was a, like seventy he was pounds. He was not a small dog. <laughs> he was a huge dog, and he had like long, very like reddish hair. Yeah. Um. And the thing I loved the most about Griffin is that when he got excited, he sneezed. Yeah. And so like when you walked in the house, he would see you and he would just start sneezing. He'd be like, hi, achoo, hi, achoo, hi, achoo. <laughs> and it was like, you'd be, I was like, Griffin, what is wrong with you? He was a crazy dog. Although Bob told me something because, you know, Bob yeah. uh, has worked with animals for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Bob told me that the reason that happens is that since dogs' hearts are small, mm-hmm. when they get excited, their hearts start to beat too fast. And so... <laughs> They sneeze to stop their heart for a second. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? They, it, and that's <laughs> why they do it because it like it slows their heart down so that they don't like have a heart attack. Aww. So when your dog Griffin sneezes so when he's excited, us, he, he almost, almost had a heart himself. attack. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> what is your favorite? Uh, because we've had so many pets over the years. Yeah. We've had hamsters. We've had dogs. We've had cats. We had. Uh, is that all we had? Um, we had a turtle. We did have a turtle a named time. Gaston. He ate hot dogs. He ate hot dogs. And smelled really bad. He smelled very bad. Yeah. We caught him in a, well, um, Jessica caught Jessica him in caught a lake. Jessica caught him in a lake, yeah. <laughs> because she saw him, we were fishing with our dad, and she saw him like out in the middle of a pond or a lake or wherever the yeah. hell we were. And she was like, I'm going to catch the turtle. And dad thinking that like. There's no way in hell she's, she's never going to catch this turtle. He was like, yeah, if you catch it, you can keep it. And she she like, like cast the line later, out yeah. once and, and caught this damn turtle. And he was like, son of a bitch. So, <laughs> so we had to take, we named him Gaston. Yes. And uh, he lived in dad's room. Mm-hmm. And, and he ate raw hot dogs. He ate raw hot dogs. And smelled I, terrible. I wonder whatever happened to him. I'm sure dad I mean, like. dad released him. But where? I believe the same place we had caught him. I hope so. I don't know. Do you, we have had, like I said, many pets, including Gaston. Yes. Do you have like a favorite pet story? Like something that happened with one of our pets that just sticks out with, like with your cats, there are certain like moments that stick out to me. Like Malcolm basically living in a bag of toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you can imagine an 18 pound cat stuffed (laughs) Into, into a, a mostly full, a mostly full package of plastic paper. package yeah. of toilet paper. <laughs> um, he has also been stuck in mostly full bags of McDonald's. Has um, he really? Yes. That he, doesn't he managed me, to like. Being honest. You know how sometimes when you eat McDonald's, you put the trash back in the bag. Mm-hmm. Malcolm smelled food, <laughs> which is like his only motivator. his only motivator. I was just about like, to. Say. <laughs> Stuck his whole fucking head into the bag and tried to like climb to the back of the bag, but he is larger than the bag. So he got to a certain point 
where he could move no further. And this was just it was just up to his hips in a bag of McDonald's. <laughs> and like he had tried to get out and couldn't. And his paw like pierced. the. It was literally like. It looked like he was wearing a t-shirt without a neck hole. It was just like he was in <laughs> Like this in bag. Mouse Hunt when the cat's yeah. running around with, with its <laughs> yes, legs poking it's out the box. Not, <laughs> it's not an accurate. No, he just, both paws were outside of the bag through holes in the side of the bag. <laughs> His ass was out of the bag and that was it. And he was trying desperately to back up out of the bag but he couldn't because his paws were through yeah so he's an idiot who literally could not claw his way out of a brown paper bag (laughs) um (laughs) malcolm is such a sweet idiot he he is (laughs) (laughs) all all four of them are sweet idiots but like i have a lot of like i have a lot of good pet memories like i remember um what i have several moments with griffin that stick out to me Mm -hmm. one was when our cousin Maria was very little. (laughs) Griffin would get very excited and he would jump up on people, but he loved to do it at the top of the stairs. stairs Yeah, we lived in a bi-level growing up. So when you walked in, there was a landing and there were like six or eight stairs that went up (laughs) up to the main floor. And he loved to wait for you to get to the top of the stairs and then he would jump on you. But Maria was like 17 pounds and he was 70 pounds. Yeah. And he, she walked up and the stairs. And he was about two feet taller than her. I know. Parents. And yeah. this giant golden retriever just went, whoa. <laughs> and literally. Looking like one of those taxidermy bears that you see at <laughs> He launched her down the stairs like Kathleen Turner in War of the Roses. When she does like the cartwheel down yes. the stairs. That was Maria. Yeah, yeah. Our poor cousin. That was memory number one of Griffin. The other memory I have of Griffin was when I was in high school, uh, I was sick one night. And so I was sleeping on the pullout couch in the living room because I didn't want to get Bob mm-hmm. and Kevin sick. And Griffin... For some reason, like he kept like getting excited and he would make this sound that uh, he didn't bark. It was like a, a yeah. Yeah, no, he and he would just do it over and over again. And it was like late at night. And at a certain point, like I was I let him out. Mm-hmm. I put him on the bed. I took him off the bed. I gave him a, a treat. I gave him a toy. I gave him all this. Sh- <laughs> and he just kept like. There was no like satisfying him. And at a certain point, I literally just like lost my mind. And I was like, what do you want? (laughs) And he just like looked at me like, oh, I've gone too far. (laughs) (laughs) And he just like laid down in his bed Mm. and put his head down. And I was like, oh, no, I've depressed the dog. (laughs) (laughs) And I just like got in bed and like cried myself to sleep. There. There were a number of things with Griffin that I feel um, the need to say I might be responsible for. What did you do? Well, when he was a puppy, he was having some bladder control issues. And one of those bladder control issues led me to having to mop the kitchen floor for like the third time that day. (laughs) And he was doing that thing that all puppies do where they run around the house in circles really, really fast. Yeah. And I, in a moment (laughs) of honestly regretted cruelty, called him. When the floor was still soaking wet. (laughs) And he came tearing around the corner, just happy-go-lucky as could be. 
hit this sopping wet floor and slid headfirst into the dishwasher <laughs> and dented it. Dented the dishwasher. <laughs> and it, it was dented until dad replaced yeah, it with, like a, a few like years a ago. a couple years ago. So I like, remember for years there was a dent in the in the dishwasher. Yeah, that was it was Griffin's Griffin. lasting yeah. mark. <laughs> It was it was Griffin's last moment not having brain damage. I so, know. <laughs> so like all of the stupid shit that this dog did after that, I feel at least partially. <laughs> after that, his for. eyes were always crossed. Yeah, no, his tongue no, was always was, hanging he was out. Fine. I know. But I'm like I, I, I have to admit, there have been times where I wondered just a little bit. It's like if um, you were responsible for Griffin's dementia. <laughs> It means insanity. No, he he was nuts. That, like, do you remember? Dad got him like a four foot long rawhide bone at some point for some oh, yeah. fucking reason. Like, we don't really know why. And all I remember <laughs> is that he could not figure out that he could not run through people's legs. Oh yeah, while he was he holding loved it, he did that to, to do Kevin. It. I think he did it to Bob too. He did. He did it to Bob. Uh, he did it to Dad, but he caught Dad in the shins. Yeah. So like, nobody went anywhere, but Dad was in yeah. a lot of pain. <laughs> also the kind of moron like and i mean here we go but like griffin was also the kind of moron that griffin had a tendency to run from He'd, the backyard yeah, yeah so our father and well because in, we would let yeah. him out without a leash yes we, because we had, think, woods, we in had woods in the backyard but it was a it was a <clears> thin <throat> wood that yeah. on the other side was a school and then down Next to the school was a park. Yeah, so he had lots of places he wanted to be, and one of them yeah. were the backyard. And usually he was very good about knowing, like, these uh, are the boundaries. Usually. In his in his youth, he was actually this much is, better about it. As he got older, thing, he, like, though. ran for freedom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dad, in his infinite wisdom, decided that the best way to contain the dog was to put in an invisible fence, which, for those of you who are unaware of this, is... <laughs> essentially an invisible electric fence. You, yeah. you, you put a you put a shock collar on the dog and if he runs over the line it shocks him. If he gets too close it yeah. beeps <clears throat> and if he runs over the line it shocks him. Yes. Here's the thing, Griffin figured out that if he ran far enough the it shocking would shocking stop. Him. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. so if he decided that it was worth it he would just run over the <laughs> And you would see him running up the street, just like with like one eye winking, like just just like until it stopped, and then he would pause for a second and then take off. And keep running, <laughs> but it's just like this goddamn idiot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, now I have to chase the fucking dog to the park. Yeah, and then the worst thing is he doesn't want to go back to the house because he knows that it's going to start shocking him again I if know. he gets too close. <laughs> Well, that was like, do you remember when I think it was Bob or Kevin was little, he ran away and they got him and they put him back on the on the leash (laughs) and they were walking him back to the house and he wouldn't go because it was beeping. But they did. They were like, I just have to get the dog over the line. And he was like, no, it's shocking. (laughs) Just slowly electrocuting the dog. Um, yeah, Griffin was an idiot, and I don't think it was entirely his fault. I no, think poor, we like, put him through a lot. <laughs> poor Griffin. Uh, so, unfortunately, I, I feel like we'll have to do a second episode on pets because yeah, we still have we so many stories to tell. Talk about uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the origin story of my cats. The origin story. Oh, they're like the X Men. Yes. Um, I thought it would be fun to end with one like fun little question. Okay. If you could have one unusual pet, what would it be? Mm. That's a hard one. It is a hard one. Although I will say it is motivated by my own uh, desire to talk about the pet I would like to have. I know that if it was me, Mm -hmm. I would want a duck. 
Yes, you've wanted one since you were about 10. I love ducks. I love ducks. I collect these little wooden ducks. They're called, it's made by a company called DC UK. <laughs> it's so stupid. They have, they have like clothes on. I have a Santa duck. Little Wellington boots, yes. They have Wellington boots. There's one, the first one I ever got, uh, David got for me at the farmhouse store in Westfield, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It's a really great store. If you've never been there, you should absolutely go. Um, and he, they had these ducks. I saw them and I was like, I love that duck. And so one Christmas he got me, uh, I call her Molly Blue Boots because she's a little duck in like uh, Wellington boots and like a rain hat, a rain cap. And her name is Molly. <laughs> they they all come with names on the tag. So it's I like call an American her, girl, but it's a wooden duck. Basically. And so she has these like light blue uh, hat and boots and they have white polka dots on them. And she's adorable. And I call her Molly Blue Boots. And so if I ever got a duck, I would if it was if it was a girl, I would name it Molly. Probably. Molly the duck. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> no, it's great. It's fine. I would love to have a duck. Although I've heard they poop a lot. I, I mean, have to. Everything would, poops a lot. There's I a know. About it. I know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Family Guy joke. Yeah. And here's the sequel. Nobody poops, poops but you. Yeah, <laughs> the slightly less popular. Nobody, poops, Nobody but poops but you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, and that's why I keep trying to convince David that one day I want to have a farm, but David thinks I want to have a farm to like grow vegetables. And I'm like, no, I just want a lot of land with a farmhouse and like some ducks, maybe a sheep. And that's it. (laughs) Maybe a sheep. If I like when I retire, I'll get a sheep. Okay. What would you have as your unusual pet? I think it's difficult because it is, um, incompatible with the pets that I have currently. What is it? Um, I would really like to own a crow or a raven. They're incredibly smart. Um, Crows and ravens are, and you're absolutely right, very, very smart. They've actually done tests where, like, crows can, like, problem solve yeah no they, they can they do have problem solving ability they they grieve mm-hmm. they're they're yeah. very they um, have rituals they're very social animals yeah and like they have like funerals it's i crazy. i want to be clear that like under no circumstances should you just take in a wild crow that is a wild animal and that yeah. would be bad but um in new jersey you are allowed to have them if you have a wildlife rehabilitation license mm-hmm. and honestly i would only probably ever want one that couldn't survive in the wild on its own anymore right but like at to the same, care for it, yeah, and because give it a good life. you know companionship and food, <laughs> and of course I own four cats, so yeah. having a bird problem, yeah. Um, that being said, like yeah, no, like in a perfect world where like you know I had my own like she shed or something where where the crow could live, <laughs> like <clears throat> like I would really um I would really like that just because I've always liked them mm. and um under the right circumstances um. In a situation where captivity is what's best for them, they, they, they're incredibly intelligent and very companionable animals. That but would be really cool. Of... I would love it if you if you <laughs> had a crow, I would come and visit your crow. They are chatty. They steal things and they poop everywhere. But they that also bring you presents. They do bring you presents. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am in the process of trying to, to befriend um, my local murder. Um, <laughs> because oh, it's we... not a flock, dear boy. No, no. It's a murder. It's a murder. Um, but like... <laughs> Have you been watching Schitt's Creek? Yes. Good. Um, but <laughs> have you gotten to I the crows have eyes? That, no. Oh, it's so but, good. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, we do have a, a rather um, large murder of crows that lives in the neighborhood where we live. And I have been putting out like peanuts and things for them in the hopes that I will attract them to your lawn. Slowly get them accustomed to my presence, not mm-hmm. to do anything to them, but be able to like watch them. But like, <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to like have a flock of crows that like just kind of like hung out in the backyard and came and went as they wanted. Yeah, no, like I don't have to even like, and that's the thing. It's like, I don't even necessarily have to have a crow as a pet. I think I just want to have one that like I see regularly. Mm -hmm. And is like a, like a neighbor. Yeah. Like, you know, your, your friendly neighborhood murder. (laughs) 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 And on that note, kids, I hope you enjoyed this episode about pets. Please feel free to share any of your stories about your pets or even better yet, pictures and videos because we like to look at cute animal videos. Yes, and it, it distresses me just immensely to see cute kitten photos. <laughs> puppies oh, are fine if you must. Kittens. But, but kittens oh no, we will take all of the animals, puppies, yes. kittens, crows, Komodo wherever dragons, you've got, ducks, Komodo. If you have a pet Komodo dragon, uh, good luck. We wish you the best. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for us. Uh, come back just no on- children. Yeah, no, no we're children. we're not interested no. in children. Pets, just just pets. Pets are, pets are great. <laughs> <laughs> so until Thursday, kids, stay spoopy and remember. I love cats. Um, I just sorry, I'm getting emotional. I love cats. Um, I love every kind of cat. I really love cats. And I just want to hug all of them, but I can't because that's crazy. I can't hug every cat. <laughs> but I just want to. I want to. I want to. Um. Ooh. Promised myself I wouldn't cry. Um. So anyway, I am a cat lover. Um. And I love to run. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about cats again. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from eHarmony video bio by Kara Hartman, accessible on YouTube. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions.